Hello, all agents, trainers, keepers, pilots, hunters, eighth wallers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders. Welcome to episode 94 of the Wayspotters podcast, if I can actually speak this morning. <laughs> a podcast dedicated to helping you become a better wayfinder. Wayspotters is brought to you by the good people of the Pokemon Professor Network. Today is Friday, November the 3rd. And with me, as always, is Jamal and a couple of special guests, but we'll get to them in a second. Hey, Jamal, how's it going? Hello, sir. How are you? I am good. It's been a month. Yeah, it has been a month, and it's only been three days. I spent all morning. <laughs> I spent all morning at my daughter's school today. She had a rite of passage in the ninth grade, and it was really awesome. I sent you the video, nice, so yeah, nice. she had to give a speech, and it was really wow. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Very cool. Very cool. So before we get to our guests, let's jump through and take care of a little bit of business. Oh, you got some news for us this week? I have. I, I think we have some news this week. Yeah. All right. Let, let me let me cue Testo. Let me see if he's if he's awake. Let me cue Testo. And now the latest Niantic news from the Wayspotters podcast presented by the Pokemon Professor Network. All right. Uh, I would be ambassador number one for the show today. Right. Uh, the, uh, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but the reviewing uh, user interface has been updated. Um, no, really? <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, really. I couldn't believe it. I, really? Um, I had so no idea. The, the six-hour maintenance window turned into a... They said it was going to be like a 14-hour maintenance window, and then they finished early, and then... And then it was uh, done. So I'm glad that this maintenance window was actually something and not nothing like the last one was. I'm pretty um, sure we're probably going to talk about this, right, Chris? At some point today? I think, I think we're going to talk about it. All right. Probably at length. <laughs> um, I did want to point out a couple of things before we dive in pretty deep on this. Um, all of the nominations that were in voting have been kicked back to Q because they couldn't justify and couldn't figure out a way to accurately translate the votes from the old system to the new system. Um, and that means a couple of things. So a couple, if you've had nominations that were in voting for a while, then um, <clears throat> it's kind of sucks, right? That it's been kicked back, but they're looking at it. They're going to try and make good on that. I believe um, I know that they're also trying to make good on the, so if you've done a bunch of reviews, now none of those are going to reach resolution because they didn't reach resolution. So you're not going to get your points towards your upgrade, right? So Tintino posted in the forum, and let me read this real quick. Hello, Explorers. Thank you for all the feedback on the new review flow and for sharing the observation that nominations in voting prior to the launch have now been placed back in in-queue status. While the team worked hard to have the prior votes align with our new voting system, do doing so turned out to be very complicated. Mixing the old votes with the new ones and the decision formula would have would affect the final decision in an inaccurate manner that did not reflect the community's voice, since the questions now capture dis different aspects in voting. So what does this mean for potential agreements upgrades for those nominations? We spent some time exploring the options with the team and are planning on a make good for all reviewers who review those nominations. We will be looking at the data and making a decision before the end of the week. So that today's Friday. Today so. is Friday. 
Yeah. I, I suspect they, they will come to a decision. When are we going to finish recording? Oh, one thirty, two o'clock? Both three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I, uh, as soon as I up- upload it and export it to you and yeah. start working on the audio, they'll come out with something. That always happens. <laughs> it always happens. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so they're working on it. They're looking at it. Uh, I have faith that the, the Wayfarer team and our lovely team of ambassadors will make everything kosher for everyone. Nice. So that is the news. Yeah. Do you got some Monster Hunter stuff? Are we still playing that? I I do. I am. All right. Let's let's take a look at this right here. It's the hottest new mobile game on the market. And here to talk about it is Professor Glaw with the Monster Hunter Minute. All right. They've released the entire schedule for the events for the month of November. Duradias weekend is Friday, November 3rd from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday, November 4th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And Sunday, November 5th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. That coincides with Community Day, so pick your game. Um, Duradias will appear more frequently in swamp habitats during these times. There are some quality special quests that will come out on the 10th to the 12th. From 5 p.m. on the 10th till 4 p.m. on the 12th. So look forward to that. The Gania weekend is the 17th to the 19th. So that's 5 to 8 on the Friday, 1 to 4 on the Saturday, and 1 to 4 on the Sunday. This is all local time. And we're going to go a little bit long this week. Um, the Diablos weekend. This one, Diablos week is from the 20th to the 26th. And that's it. All right. So lots of stuff happening in November. I still haven't downloaded and played Monster Hunter yet. Like I, 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 I don't know if I can work another game in. I just honestly don't think I can. <laughs> like, like I would love to. Like, I downloaded Parado and I played that for like a half a second, and I still haven't downloaded yeah. and I haven't touched it. But I am. I have been playing um the other one, um uh, Pikmin. Pikmin, yes. Yes. I, I've gotten back into Pikmin um, recently, but yeah. Yeah. I, I play Monster Hunter basically very passively. Like, I don't go out and hunt. Uh-huh. I just kind of open it up once in a while and then pick off the things that are near me. Yeah. And then yeah. it's kind of all I do. Kate the Con sent me this morning, as a matter of fact, with three days left, a challenge for Pikmin. Uh, to plant 30,000 flowers since about halfway done. And I'm like, oh, now I got to do something. So uh, I, I love it when Kate sends us something. So Kate the Cons is our executive producer. So I joined that and I got to go plant some flowers now. I I joined a challenge to plant flowers with Testone. And it was like, I think it was 30,000 flowers. Uh-huh. Everyone did like 9,500 and I did 1,000. I was like, <laughs> yes. You were, the, you, were, you were the last thousand. You were the very yeah. last thousand. I'm with Ralph. I'm helping. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> so enough about that. Let's dig into this week's episode. We have a couple of spe- very special guests with us. Two Wayfair ambassadors, as I hinted towards earlier. Sea Princess and Ellie Just Trying. We've extended the offer out to basically any ambassadors that wanted to come on. And they both have graciously agreed to show up on this week. I thought it was an accident, um, <laughs> but apparently it was not. 
So I see what you have done there. <laughs> All right. So why don't the two of you introduce yourselves and let the listeners know what topics that you've brought with you and what you want to talk about. Maybe a little bit about yourself. Uh, C. Francis, you want to go first? Sure. Um, if you've been listening to Spotters, you have met me before. Um, I was on episode 20 way back in the day. Um, so I primarily am a Pokemon Go player. I have an Ingress account. I don't love it. Um, <laughs> sorry. I mean, that's okay. That's uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I got into um, Wayfarer when it opened up to um, uh, Pokemon Go players back in 2019. I had taken a long break from the game, came back in 2019 and leveled up really quickly, uh, really got back into the game. So that's kind of me in terms of like, who I am. Um, I am thoroughly 100% a nerd. Um, love data, love processes, love logic, <laughs> love. Uh, that's part of why I wanted to be an, an ambassador is because I wanted to help like fix the things that I saw wrong. Cause I, I feel like I, I do that really well in my current real life job. Um, but I also just in any job I've ever worked in have a knack for education and teaching people how to do, how to do things and how to break it down in kind of a simple way to try to educate people. And so um, that was one of the main things I wanted to focus on as um, an ambassador was, you know, education of, cause it is such a complicated system that I feel like I do thoroughly understand, at least from the user perspective, obviously not from a programmer perspective, but uh, making it easier for people to understand it. Nice. Yeah, for sure. I, I am in the same boat with you uh, on Ingress. It's taking me forever to get to level 10. And I think I only ever got to level 10 because of that um, event with oh, the red faction. <laughs> I'm on level 7 and Testone keeps telling me, oh, there's an event where you get double, uh, I don't AP. know what it's called. AP. AP, and I'm like, he's like, oh, on Tuesdays or whatever, and I'm just like, I can't, no, I just can't. <laughs> now you know, once you get to level ten, you get forty additional nominations. Then you can be, dude. I cannot even get to level eight. It is killing me. <laughs> is it? It is. Is it the badges me. or is it the AP? I don't even. I don't even know what badges are. To be honest <laughs> with you, I haven't even looked at badges. I don't have the AP. Whatever you need, like, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Fair, that's fair. I, I, uh, I completely, I can, I can definitely sympathize. However, I want to make clear that having said that, that is just like that. I acknowledge that the game is not for me. Yeah. I recognize that as a Wayfarer ambassador, it is my responsibility to represent the how Wayfarer impacts that game for the people who play Ingress, because that is, you know, they have very valid. Uh, understanding of Wayfair. So I don't just ignore their needs and I try to get them, Hey, explain this to me so that I understand it. And I do like take their views into account when I'm oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, see princess right. real quick. So you and I, obviously we've met a couple times in Seattle and once in Charlotte and uh, just tell the listeners who don't remember episode 20 seems like it was like 15 years ago and I'm sure things have changed. Let, let the listeners know and the viewers know um, what team you're on in Pokemon go, what team you're on in Ingress 
And when it comes to Wayfair, are you more of a submitter, more of a reviewer? And like, how many reviews have you done? Things like that. So just kind of give us like a thumbnail history on Sea Princess. All right. So um, I don't. So in Pokemon Go, I don't really think teams are that important, right? Because I mean, it used to be. So, but I am a blue Mystic Blue team, whatever. And honestly, I picked that in the beginning of the game because I was reading through the descriptions, and I was like, "That's the one that sounds like a nerd." So that's what I am. So I'm going to do that, right? So I picked that color. Nice. I looked at red and I was like, that sounds like jocks. Nope, that's not me. And I read yellow and I was like, I don't know what that means. That sounds like I don't even have a clue. So I'm not picking that one. Um, in terms of ingress, I just went with my favorite color and I went with green because I don't like, I don't know, like the whole Smurf and frog thing just cracks me up and like, <laughs> whatever. I I like to enjoy, like, softly banter with that kind of stuff but i really don't like you know how aggressively people get about teams in that game um in terms of my participation in wayfarer i mean i submit not as much as some people but um and i review i really don't like revealing my numbers because I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. get super competitive about this. They do. And I don't want to encourage that mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to encourage quality over quantity. Um, so I would just say I've done enough to be experienced and to understand it and know what I'm doing. I like that um, answer. But not yeah. in, certainly not enough to be at any kind of leaderboard. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fair. I posted my... Um my number of submissions in the discord the other day and a couple of people were like, wow, I thought you would have a lot more. And I was like, well, correct. Yeah. <laughs> I, and you know, the, the Wayfair discussion discord WDD has like contests around this and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to tell them they can't do that, but I specifically don't participate in those because I don't want people to be like, well, she's an ambassador mm-hmm. and she's only done blah, blah, blah. like it, that's let's focus on qu- quality, not quantity. You know, it's Absolutely. it's funny you say that. Chris and I had this discussion kind of away from the podcast about that. And that's kind of how I felt like. I felt during the challenge, like I had to get to 500 because, you know, it would add to my credibility. So Chris and I were like, all right, we got to get there regardless of what we do. Mm-hmm. I yep. didn't make 500 yeah, in this yeah. last one. Um, we, me and me and Jamal barely made it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I, I mean, I, you know, I try, but you know, I work a full time job, and it's it's very hard. And, and I'm also doing. We'll get into some of the other Wayfair um, business that I do. So, ambassador business. So it's just hard. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the WDD is doing that challenge right now for uh, mm-hmm. Agreements, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do two thousand uh, reviews during the." Ch- I I think I've done maybe forty. I just <laughs> yeah. haven't had time, right? So, it's I definitely feel you there. All right, Ellie, what about you? Hi, um, well, I'm from the other side of the Atlantic. Uh, I'm Scottish, uh, living in the north of England. Uh, exile there, I think, is probably the best <laughs> phrase to use. Um, I'm not a gamer. <laughs> I think it's, it's the uh, other things. I like playing games, um, not particularly electronic ones, but because I am not very good at hand-eye coordination. So any game that requires quick movement is like, can't do that. Uh, 
but when Pokemon Go came out, my son suddenly got out of his bedroom and moved. <laughs> and I was like, what is he doing? He's been glued <laughs> to that computer for ages. And he then started saying, Mom, you'll like this. Mom, you'll like this. You know, you just have to walk. You do a lot of walking. So I, I went with that. So that's where it all uh, started from uh, him doing that. And he, before you ask, he picked the team for me. <laughs> he, said, he said, you've got to be blue. <laughs> right, okay, what's that? I have no idea. Um, so that's where it went. And when it came to level 40, I started thinking, well, what do you do now? You know, you've reached level 40. I'd never reached the top level in any other game before. And we'd been having huge problems with things like the um, X-rays and things. like We had no local X-rays. So, light bulb moment. Let's make some. <laughs> let's, let's get some for ourselves. So, um, and... And I, I always liked mapping, so maps, and planning things out and looking for stuff, that was my bag. So um, that's how I got into it. And to do it at the time, which I think was the back end of 2017, I had to roll up my sleeves and become an ingress player because <laughs> it, it didn't seem right to have to go crawling off to an ingress player and say, mm. um, please... <laughs> You know, like, no, we can do this for ourselves. Uh, so I got to level 10 in 43 days. Wow. That's that's wow. doing something right there. That's impressive. So, boom, and off we go. And then I went on to level 12, and I've got halfway through level 13, and I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend otherwise. I'm really stuck there. I will still play Ingress. I actually see Ingress very much as a solo game. I know that's bizarre, but if I'm away on holiday somewhere, I'm much more likely to open up Ingress and do a little bit of planning and go and blow up stuff um, because I don't have my usual um, friends around me to play Pokemon Go with. So it's a different game for me, that. Um, so that's when I started um, doing all the Wayfarer back in the OPR days on that front. So I've been through through that journey with them there. Old school. I love it. I was an OPR person. Your journey's a lot like mine. So I started doing Wayfair OPR because I got tired of asking the Ingress agents to do things for me. And they were like being super gatekeepers. And I'm like, I'm just going to figure out how to do it myself. Like, I'm like, they're like, no, we don't want anything in this park. And I'm like, but I do. And I just figured it out myself and I lapped them. So I can completely understand that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, oh, my. My day job is, uh, from, for more years than I care to remember, um, I, I'm a university uh, lecturer uh, working for, the people in the UK work out, uh, the biggest <laughs> distance learning uh, university. And I teach science and environmental science. And my other part of that role is I work in support. So I support students across a wide range of issues. So people and people having difficulties and educating them and getting them to understand stuff that's my big background and because of it's all been distance learning uh, I'm used to doing things on forums I've moderated forums since uh, I'm coming up to my 30th year nearly of moderating <laughs> forums nice. a, long, nice. a long time so everything I do is via distance so that fits there's odd skills that fit in there uh, and I became an ambassador, 
don't quite know why I put in for being ambassador and somehow they picked me. So um, I throw, like everything I do, if I do it, I do it. <laughs> I go for it, big style. And uh, so that's what I've been doing to, to give back a bit more to the community that I think has given me an awful lot. Nice. I notice a common trend or thread with the two of you of information and education. And I like that. I think yeah. with our ambassadors, I think that's really good because I think one of the things that our community lacks is communication and education. And I think people who are skilled in those areas who can understand what's going on and being able to articulate that to the masses in a way that the masses understand and they're not confused is great. So that is a great skill set that the two of you bring. So thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. All right. So let's jump into topic number one. Topic number one. All right. Topic number one, if you hadn't guessed already, is the new review flow. Uh, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here. Jamal and I got a little bit of a sneak peek at this in New York. When we met with the Wayfair team, they kind of pulled us aside and Tib pulled out his laptop and showed us. And I was blown away. I was blown away then and I'm blown away now. Um, we do have concerns. We do have a couple of things that we're not quite overly fond of. And so I think a lot of it's good. I like it's really, really good. Um, but I, I put in the notes that it just so happened that we had two ambassadors with us this week too while we were discussing this, but apparently it was planned. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice to know that the ambassador team had us in mind. Yes, for sure. For sure. All right. I'm going to pull something up on the screen here because if you remember back in, oh, that's the wrong tab. That is, spoiler alert, this. So back in episode 78, I had, because they talked about in the forums, they talked about creating a new review flow months ago, right? I think it was part of one of the AMAs. If I'm not mistaken, and I got I got bored one day, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna put take a couple of days and mock up what I think my version of a mostly ideal um, review flow would look like. And I had no insider information on this, and I, I have no doubt that they were working on this way before me. And I think this is one of those great minds think alike kind of thing. But like, I got oh yeah, close. for sure. Yeah, you did because when we when we talked about this, you were talking about like the stop sign, like the red, yellow, green, and I remember talking mm. about that. And you were like, "It's got to yep. be a stop sign, and it's got to have you've got to be able to say, is it one of the criteria?" I mean, you you were like real in depth on that. Yep. And it's funny when when Tib was showing this, and he, he, he kind of laughed. He's like, "I can't believe how close you got." Like it was this is <laughs> so. They, I'm pretty sure they had this layout like oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. They I even came up with this, right? So I don't want to. I don't want anybody thinking that I'm trying to take credit for this, but <laughs> I just I couldn't believe how how close that I got. Right, right. So I just wanted to kind of bring that up, and we'll put a link to that episode in that corner. Where we going? The, this corner this time. This one. The YouTube. Yep. Okay. That yep. corner. I All always right. I always point this way, and it's always that. Yeah, way. I know. It's it's. I got to remember. It's so, there. I got to look up. It's right there. So it's right there in the corner. Yeah. So for our audio listeners, audio listeners, go to YouTube and you can see it in this corner. So if you're listening right now, it's right there. Yep, for sure. Question for the ambassadors, Sea Princess and Ellie. Did you guys have much um, input on the new UI or was that mostly a Wayfarer team kind of thing? 
Uh, <laughs> what do you want to say, Ellie? <laughs> well, when we first arrived as ambassadors, I think they were looking at it and I missed out on that. But we have had chances of looking, using uh, the new UI. Um, it seems to be for a while now, backwards and forwards, but we, but we have had time to do that and give lots and lots and lots of feedback uh, to the Wayfarer team. Perfect. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I'd... they did oh, a, um, if you remember, they did a survey a while ago about you know, like your experience with Wayfarer and, and they they ended up doing like some, um, they dig and in, dug into some other people to ask like questions about those things. Um, and I, I definitely got to be part of that and, you know, talk about like how I use Wayfarer and interact with it. And so, it wasn't so much that I was like, I, I need it to do this, but like, this is how I review and this is how I interact with it. And yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. Good. Yeah. We were, we were pretty sure that they've been working on this for a long time. Yeah. yeah. You know, Sea Princess, you brought up something interesting there when it comes to those surveys. And I know as soon as those surveys come out, people go on Reddit and post their answers or go on X or Twitter or whatever we're calling it these days. But I'm guessing that those surveys are probably pretty helpful to kind of help Niantic, the Niantic team understand what the player base is saying because Reddit, Twitter, other places can be pretty toxic from time to time. And I would assume that would be the best place to get like legit feedback on what the community is thinking. Am I off base there or am I on to something? I mean, I think, so this is, a big part of what I do in my regular life job is to, you know, solicit feedback and try to turn that into something. Um, I think surveys are meant to be, to be acted on, right? You're not going to ask something if you don't want to, to gain some information. And I think it's okay to have negative, um, information in there but you've got to make it be reasonable like make it sound like i'm this i'm giving you this negative feedback but i'm doing it from a standpoint i want to help you improve right mm -hmm. you can't just say like everything sucks and then that's your only comment and walk away right you gotta be like this is why this sucks this is how this impacts my experience and this is why this it this impacts the community right so think about it from niantic's perspective of what drives them like there are, you know, three tenets of community, explore, socialize, you know, all those things mm -hmm. and, and try to, you know, wrap up how any, whatever they're asking you about impacts those things. And if you can come up with like good answers to those things, then they'll, they'll hopefully start to put together, oh, well, we're getting feedback that, you know, X, Y, or Z needs attention. Mm -hmm. And maybe that helps drive some of the things that they can improve or make changes to. Yeah, for sure. It's it's you don't put out a survey if you don't want the information, right? And then yeah. you gotta make sure that you you weed out the stuff that's constructive versus the stuff that's just screaming into the void for sake of screaming into the void. Right, Ellie. I wanted to ask you a question about the surveys, also. I don't know if you guys are privy to the results of the survey, or if they share it with you, but have you? had any kind of survey results that you've seen and you're like, really? People really think that? Like, I would think the opposite or has anything surprised you coming through on those surveys? 
uh, it would be NDA. Uh, oh, okay, but, yeah, 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 that's fine, but but, but, but no, haven't. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I maybe I don't recall seeing in the results no. of that. I want people to understand we don't see. Yeah. the results no, no, of those you, surveys. No, no. My question was is like, has anything come through on those surveys that you guys have gotten feedback and this is. Well, the sir, the numbers say this, and see, Princess, I know you're a statistical person, and I know sometimes it's kind of like people will fill out a survey, and it's like, really? Like, that's counterintuitive to everything that the community has voiced on every other platform. I didn't know if there was any of those situations that no. you guys had come across. No, we haven't gotten any 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 kind of thing like that. Okay. I mean, they they don't go into detail about numbers like gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha. And there's, and there's 22 of us, so it's like we've got a very very broad range between us we've all got very different styles different really good complementary uh ways of doing wayfarer etc so we will all be able to fit into that and feed into that in our own ways so it's not as though there's just one ambassador voice there's lots of ambassador voices covering and gotcha. that means a wide range of opinions Gotcha. Now, Ellie, we didn't ask you this earlier. I want to know this because this is the first time that I've had a chance to interact with you at all. What is you, you, you talked about why you wanted to be an ambassador, but what's your favorite part about being an ambassador and what do you think that you're bringing to the community that they're, that they're getting if without you being there? It, like, what are you bringing? Like what's your favorite part? You need to be on the forum a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I've said on here, I've said on here, I lurk. I'm not on the forums a lot. I've, I've been very upfront and honest about that. Yeah, but if, if you want to actually see, I mean, you'll, if you've been there, you'll have seen a lot of what I'm doing. I'm on the forum uh, an, an awful lot of the time. Mm -hmm. um, help, helping out there is what I like to do best. And I'm quite good at... Um, sucking up little bits of pieces of information here and there, putting them into my head. And, you know, as a teacher and somebody who's used to helping other people reflect on everything, I'm quite good at seeing those other points of views. And I'm quite happy putting forward my own points of views, but also other people. So I might not always fully agree with them, but it's a a voice that needs to be in there so i'm quite happy to do that and i i i, I speak a lot you know gotcha, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not very good at being quiet <laughs> i i can if i can if i can add to that ellie within our you know everybody has strengths and weaknesses ellie is 100 percent represents the voice of the customer and represents the side of 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 the community she is the one that every single time we get into any conversation if it starts veering off into something like too technical or too you know whatever she's like hang on think about this from the user perspective think about the community think about how they're feeling think about you know and she brings us back to like this is you got to think about the people that's awesome I, I love that now ellie as an educator what I've what I've gotten from you in the thirty minutes that we've been talking is you 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 strike me as a problem solver, someone who can look at something and say, "I'm going to weigh this and I'm going to weigh this and we're going to put this together and we're going to tell you, you know, what we're looking at here." My question for you is, how do you deal with the people who are like hair on fire, Niantic sucks, this and that, when you're trying to give like a pragmatic um, solution? And the people that you're trying to help aren't really helping themselves and they just want to scream and yell into the void. Like Chris says, how do you handle that as a problem solver and an educator? 
I think all the ambassadors actually are, are problem solvers, which is a, a very good trait I think we all have. But I'm used, to, because I also do student support, I'm very, very used to handling somebody who's not happy. Um, uh, you know, I, I start work at eight o'clock in the morning and I can have somebody on the phone to me shouting down, ah, why are you doing this? So I'm really, really very familiar with taking the sting out of somebody, letting them vent, nothing wrong with venting, it's better out than in. And then once they start doing that, work with what the little bits that are there uh, that, I, that can move forward and trying to get them to to move forward. Some people don't and you just have to say, okay, that's the way it's going to be and, and move move on. Um, so I did, I was doing some work with some of the people that came into the forum um, who had been caught by the abuse and they were, <laughs> they're not happy and tried to talk them through, you know, try to get them to accept it and 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 move on and and work with it and say you know and in some of those posts i was telling them they catch on oh niantic niantic you know it didn't do any harm it's all about the database and i said no it's not it's about the people you've affected actual people here and and bring that home to them and things like that and make them think about the whole thing differently so if we can do that and the other people that turn up uh, constantly where's my pokestop gone it's my portal you know well this is what's happened and be nice to them you know there's nothing wrong with starting a conversation with being nice and somebody then will be nice back to you so if you talk jamal if you come on i'll be nice to you okay <laughs> i'm not hinting here i'm telling you <laughs> it, yeah I've, I've done a lot of um a lot of that kind of on on the twitter side of it trying to educate people and, and lead people to you know trying to lead the horse to water when they're just like oh, i got banned and i don't know why it's like well, okay share it with me and i can help you learn and point out what you've done wrong right and it's it, you don't get a lot of people who are very accepting of it even when you point out what they've done wrong so it can be frustrating and definitely appreciate the patience that you show people on the forums it's for sure it's remarkable sometimes I, I i say to jamal and i'm like i don't know how she does it sometimes. yeah <laughs> he, just, I, I, he did I, that that was a quote he did tell me that i have a big i am well known for my depths of patience, but i remember myself you know i arrive places and i can arrive angry and you think well this is this person it's always a person it's not just words it's a person and you just focus right. on the person right and I let me tell you something you're never Al ellie's always going to be the first one to have read a post like she's just absolutely 100 percent. always <laughs> over that thing you know it's funny sometimes i'll go in there and i'll be like oh this this post has zero comments i'm going to go in and nope and ellie's already she beat me to it I'm like, <laughs> oh. uh, is that is that why you're not going on enough all right i'll, I'll pull back i'll pull back <laughs> give you space uh, honestly i i'm i lurk i'm on there more than than jamal yeah. is but I, I lurk a lot and the ambassadors are so good about getting on yes. there and talking and interacting with people that it's just like you know what I'm gonna let you guys do work there. That's your that's your place to be, and I really appreciate it. I, I love the forums. I'm on there. I'm on there quite a bit. I don't say much. No, that's fine. But I'm on there quite a bit. This is a true story. All right. So you all said, um, you know, you've obviously you've seen the new UI, and I know Chris wanted to kind of go through some slides and kind of walk through it. The first thing I wanted to know from you um, 
I had kind of mixed feelings when it came to the new onboarding process with there not being a test. Uh, we did a whole show last week where we went over um, a, a listener's idea of how to improve the test. Yep, you did. Yep. And, and, and then, like, and then, like four hours later, as soon as we dropped the episode, it went away. So I, <laughs> I've got some kind of mixed feelings about that. I. Chris and I both came down on the side that we think that there needed to be a test and it needed to be kind of gatekeepy to make sure we, we had the right people doing that. And I didn't know if you had your own personal feelings. Again, I don't want you to talk about anything that you've talked about with Niantic, but I don't know if you had your own personal feelings on the new onboarding flow and whether you think there should be a test or not. And Sea Princess, you can go first. Uh, so, you know, historically, I would have said, yes, I want it to be more gatekeepery because I want informed uh participation right i want people to and and i didn't think it was very difficult but people still struggled with it and it, it that surprised me however listen this is this is it this is what niantic wants this is the direction they've gone and so i i have to just accept that this is the direction they've gone and more importantly i kind of have to wait and see right so this is again going back to what I do in real life, you implement change and then you wait and you see how, how did the change react? You know, what kind of, what, what happened from the changes? Is, is it going to be a mess? We don't know yet. So we have to keep our eye on it. Um, and if it, if it turns out to be a mess, then maybe hopefully we can convince them to, to turn a different direction, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to let it go and let it just let us see what happens from it. Ellie. Um, well, the university I work for, we don't have any entries requirements. It's a very, I think maybe unique thing in that. So I'm used to the idea of people turning up, not having passed a test <laughs> as it were. So I wouldn't have advocated for it, but I'm perfectly comfortable with it. But I think, what is missing then is what you do. You don't, we don't let that group straight in and run riot, as it were. Um, I think, and there is a difference between what you need to do in order to submit and what you need to do in order to be reviewing. Because when somebody's reviewing, they're checking other people's work, you know, and yeah, that's a bit mm -hmm. scary if you're doing that and you don't know what you're doing. If you submit something and it's wrong, somebody else is going to tell you that's wrong and off it goes. Um, <laughs> So I th I would I would like to see a much stronger part. Let them in, um, structure the onboarding in my book completely differently. I I would like more interaction rather than just click click click. Um, I would have people stopping and interacting, but I would also almost like give them a a, a, a learner's license if you like, and if they were going to review, keep structure that very carefully for them. But give them goals, give them things to make progress, because at the moment they come in and the first thing they do is the rating usually tanks. And that's not very encouraging. Mm -hmm. So I think that whole part needs um, an overhaul uh, to, to make it work better. OK, great. Fantastic. All right, Chris, you ready to take it away? That's you know, that's a really good point that you, you made there. It's there's there's the student teacher aspect there that I hadn't really ever considered that. If you're submitting, you're just doing work. But if you're reviewing, you're you're literally you could almost 
equate it to marking a test for someone, right? And if you don't know what you're doing, should you really be marking someone else's work, right? So that's an interesting way to look at it that I've never actually considered. I think we've all had that nomination that we've put through and it gets rejected and you're like, who is reviewing that would reject this? And I and I I, I think all my nominations are like pristine and perfect. And I think <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I knew see I I know I knew oh Chris, so what you don't know is back in the day, Sea Princess and I on Discord would go at it. She hates well, hates a strong word. She really she really disliked the angle that I used to take on my nominations. She's like, Jamal, you're lying. You're not telling the truth. That is not what's going on there. You cannot submit that. And there was one specific one that I went back and I fixed because she was right. I, I, I can take coaching. I nominate a mural inside a bar. And it's a bar that I frequented. It's right down the street from my where I used to work. And we used to go there all the time. And it was a Clint Eastwood mural. And uh, I called it Make My Day Mural. And I put something in the in the description that if you could answer a trivia question, you got a free drink or something like that. And that part was kind of a little, you know, artistic license. And, um, oh, my goodness, I got like eight messages from Sea Prince. I was like, you have <laughs> got to take that out. That is not true. And I thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? It's it's not true. And I went back and I took it out. But um, I, well done. Well done. <laughs> but I knew when I said all my submissions were perfect, I knew you wouldn't let that go. Um, <laughs> Because I, I I do like to be creative, and Chris, you've seen some of my old nominations. Yep. But um, oh yeah, I have. Um, when we think about the student teacher, like Ellie was talking about, I've I've had nominations that weren't like super cute. They were just like a church or something, and it's like, how could someone say this reason to reject it or that reason? And I don't understand it. I'm like, do they know what they're doing? And but then sometimes I might have one starred something in the past and they might be like, who did this or who did that? So I, I think it's interesting, but Chris, do you want to go ahead and go over the positives and the negatives of the new flow? And then we can get Ellie and see princess to jump in. Yes. So let's pull up the new review flow real quick. And I think the first thing that jumped out at me was, they've moved the duplicate check to the top, which I think is the best thing that they did because I used to hate having to scroll down to the bottom and doing all of the work at the top and then going to the bottom and finding out, oh, it it already exists, right? So Mm -hmm. like, why am I going to review something if it already exists? So that the fact that it's at the top is fantastic for me. I also would like to point out that I did, the first review that pulled up was was an edit. So I just quickly went through it. And the second one would have been perfect, but it was going to time out while we were talking. So I went and finished it. And I think it's kind of ironic that the next one's a pool, given the conversations that we've had in the last couple of weeks. Um, oh, man, we've had the we've we've had that pool conversation on the discord. It's It's been pretty in, entertaining, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, um First thing you do, you check to see if there are do not any duplicates. And this is what got me the first few times I was reviewing. There is actually a button for you to click that says no duplicates. I kept, I think the first 30 or so that I did, I missed it. And I get to the bottom. It's like, what do you mean I can't submit? Scroll down to the top. So, um, And then you scroll down. You've got your photo. I think my mock-up, I had the photo up at the top with the description yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that is one of the things that I think I think you would be better off serving having that towards the top. But that's just, I think that's just me being nitpicky. Um, and then you answer some questions. So is it appropriate? This is one of those things that if you click no, it asks you why. So that would be your straight rejection reason. Um, that's where your private property is at a location school. So you're K to 12. That's all that sort of thing. Is it safe? Yes or no. Again, this is that's just straight. Is it safe or not? Um, you don't have to answer any questions for that one. Accurate and high quality. This is the one I think that was confusing some people. Um, so mismatched location, I think, is now inaccurate location. Mm -hmm. um, so you've got your, your bad photo, your bad title, your bad description, and then whether or not it's abuse is in there. And then a, a checkbox for inaccurate location. So you check that and you hit submit. You can also pick one of these two with it. This, this is what I like about this one. You can go bad title, right? And then you can go bad photo. Your, so you can give someone like multiple feedback on, on this, which I think is fantastic. Because before you could be like, oh, this is, I could reject this for three different things, right? Mm -hmm. Now you can actually reject it for three different things. And we would talk about which one should we use to give right. the submitter the best possible feedback for their submission. Like yep. when they see the email, are they going to understand what it is or, you mm -hmm. know, I, like I would that. always try and pick the one that other people would not pick. Right. Like I try to put myself in, in the mind of other people and be like, okay, everyone's going to pick this. I'm going to pick something else. So hopefully they see both. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, permanent and distinct. Again, just a straight yes, no. And then you get into the three tenants, which is socialize, exercise, and explore. So you can pick yes or no. If you pick no to these, it doesn't necessarily reject it. I think it does if you pick all three, but you have to finish the review flow. Um, Socialize is an interesting one because it, it gives you an optional of how many people can socialize here, like a large group, few people, larger crowd. I still think it's really neat. Um, you know, I like that one. I, I struggle with that one sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I, I was reviewing yesterday and I, there was like this, it was like in a park and it was a trail and it was like, okay, this trail's big, but it's not that big. Like one to five, one to 10, one, like, a, you know, so, I mean, you kind of have to use your judgment there on how many people you think would be good in that specific area. Right. Um, from what we've gone over so far, Sea Princess, do you have anything you'd want to add to what we've kind of talked about as what we kind of see are the positives in this part? Um, hmm. No, I think he's covered it all. Okay. Ellie? Uh, I guess one of the things uh, that we want to make sure the message gets out about is when you do pick the number there, if you're going to pick, pick uh, the number of people, that's not there oh, yeah. to, pick, to pick about a gym or anything like that for Pokemon Go. They've been quite clear about that and said we could say that. <laughs> so I'm say, taking the opportunity to say that one. Yeah. No, that's a good point because I guarantee you a lot yeah. of people will be like, oh, I could have yeah. a gym here if I pick a larger crowd. Okay. That's, it's good yeah, to know that's that that's not, not what they're going to use that for. Yeah. That's not what it's used mm -hmm. for. No. And it is optional too. You don't have to pick something yeah. there. Right? Absolutely. Um, and then you go down to your categories, which is the same. Here's what I, I really, really like. So you could add multiple to here because there's sometimes that I, I get stuff and it's like, I, I, I want to add two or three different categories here. 
because I love these categories and you couldn't before and now you can. So that's, I just wanted to point out that that, I think that's amazing. Such a good boy, Chris. (laughs) I, 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 I I usually pick one category and go, I don't care if it meets 17, I'm going to pick one and go. Oh, I, and so for our audio listeners, for our audio listeners, we're talking about at the very bottom of the review where you can add the categories, art, athletic field, um, athletic court, rink, and so on. You can add multiples of those. I remember Chris had talked about this since he first came on the podcast that like mm-hmm. the one on there doesn't really work. I want something different. I want a couple of them. And he got his wish. Mm-hmm. So it's there. Wish. Now. Yeah. That's my favorite <laughs> part of the new, new review flow. Um, all right. So that's, I think that's, we covered all of the positives there. Um, real quick. Let's get some opinions here. Pools, eligible, not eligible. What do we think? So I can talk for myself. I don't represent any kind of Niantic decision on this. No, for sure. hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I I love a pool. I, I, I grew up in the Southeast pools are, um, as long as this, you know, not a pool in someone's backyard, which would, you know, make it ineligible due to, you know, single family property, but pools are places where you absolutely, you go hang out with your friends, you go get some exercise. They're fantastic. Almost every neighborhood around me has, you know, a pool in their amenities area and almost all of them have fences up around. I I know a lot of people are concerned about like the safety of them, but to me, that's the neighborhood's responsibility to make sure that it's a safe location. You could have any, anybody just wander by. um, And as long as the neighborhood is taking uh, you know precautions to make sure that it's safe i don't think it's something that we as wayfarers need to be worried about i like them Gregory Alley, what do you think i have no idea i've never seen a pool to review <laughs> we don't have yeah. we don't have them in the uk it's a big puddle that's left by the rain that's about as much as i was gonna say they just have water falling from the sky on them all the time. So when people ask questions on the forum about pools, I go, not my bag. That's a fair point. That is a fair that point. That is a very fair point. And I think that highlights something that we can get into a little later is the differences in that, that, that this is a worldwide game. And the differences between different parts of the world are going to be different. What is going to be eligible in one part of the world is not going to be eligible in another part of the world. And as wayfarers, we all need to kind of get a common understanding of what should be in the game. And I think I learned a lot. My eyes got really opened on that when it came to the uh, Indonesian challenge. I saw a lot of things that I'd never seen before. And Chris and I talked about it. I think we talked about it on the show. And I'm like, it's kind of opened up my, my uh, of what I'm looking at and kind of made me think about it differently because I kept seeing things over and over. And I'm like, this is obviously not something that, I'm like, no, am I wrong? And I'm like, hey, and then Chris is like, I'm seeing the same thing and different ways to show a mosque and other things. So like, Ellie, that's a really good point that you don't see the things that we get here in the Southeast. And and when I had my review area in the UK, I saw a lot of the post boxes and I was really confused by those and I had to kind of educate myself. Footpaths, footpaths. Footpaths and post boxes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And little free libraries on residential property. Yeah. All right. So let's go into some of the things that I, that we think are, I, I, I struggle with the word negative. Um, I, I, 
no other rejection criteria is kind of a big thing that I know I know a bunch of people have been talking about because that is I believe the most popular rejection criteria probably um it's the one that I think most people see the most often so it's not it's not there anymore and there's no real way to kind of quickly reject anything I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing maybe it'll uh I know I know C Princess has thoughts on this so maybe I'll let yeah. you take this one away uh, so I'm going to disagree with that one. Um, it, it, if there is something about the submission that is wrong, so, um, you know, the location is bad or the title's wrong or the photo's terrible or something, you can reject that as quickly as you have ever been able to reject it. You go in there, you thumb down loc- um, accuracy and high quality, and then you pick whichever one or multiples. Um, I have started a YouTube channel to start recording, you know, this and explain these kind of things. And it takes uh, the video of me explaining how to do that for rejecting for location inappropriate or not. In, yeah. Location inaccurate took 35 seconds. That's obviously a lot longer than if I were just going to do it. Right. I mean, if I were just going to click it, it would take 10 seconds or less. Um, so I, I'm, I hear that a lot from people but i think it's people just need to sit with it and feel it for a while and understand yes you can reject things pretty quickly that's a fair point that's a fair point i will accept that um i think my initial reaction to it was harsher than i it's think just, i intended i think it's just changed i think people are just yeah. they just they have to learn where where things are yeah, I think that was my fair. thing is I, I we, we were talking about it in the discord yesterday and I said, Hey, I don't know if there's a, a really good way to reject this. And um, it was a bicycle. Chris, what was it? It was a bicycle rack. Like some it was a bicycle gen- it was a bike rack. Yeah. A generic bike rack. And I was like, what I was, I was asking people, I was like, what should I use to reject this? Like, it's just a generic bike rack. There's nothing special about it. So I'm thinking like, it's not really appropriate, but when I click on appropriate, like nothing really fits. It's not on public property. And I was having trouble kind of finding a um, a category to use. So C Princess, repeat that one more time. You said it took 35 seconds. So let's say you came across that this blue, like legit bike rack. Like how would you go in and, and, and take care of that one? So here's the thing. I don't know that I would necessarily quote unquote reject a bike rack, right? So when I look at that, I would have to do the evaluation. Chris, if you can um, take down what you've got on the screen there. I would go through the questions and I would say, is, is it um, an appropriate location? If it, does, if it doesn't jump out as any of those things that are inappropriate under thumbs down, then I would either I don't know it or thumb up it. Okay. If it's uh, safe, obviously a bike rack is typically going to be safe for a human. I'm probably going to thumb up that. Mm-hmm. If everything about it the submission is accurate, like the location is right, yeah. the description and title are correct, and the photo is accurate, I'm probably going to thumb up those as well. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to uh, the last one, which I've got this too small, but I think it's um, uh, permanent and distinct. Yes. So that's where I'm, there might be on a bike rack, there might be a little bit more leeway right there, right? So if it's if there's a ton of bike racks all right next to each other and it doesn't look um, like this is 
distinct enough, but look at the information bubble under permanent and distinct and read what that says. So a location is considered permanent and distinct if when in the immediate area, the location is visible, is visually distinct enough to identify. A location is not permanent or distinct if it is temporary location, comma, place, comma, or object is temporary or is highly unlikely to be revisited. Okay. So I'd have to make a judgment call on this for a, a bicycle rack. Does it meet this? So I have to determine, do I thumb up? Do I thumb down it? Or do I, I don't know it. Then when it comes to the criteria for socialize, exercise, and explore, unless it's like some really artistic, beautiful bike rack, mm -hmm. I'm probably going to thumb down on all of those. Gotcha. And so then I let it go. And then I let Niantic do with it what Niantic is going to do with it. Okay. That, right? That's great. No, that is, that might be the best breakdown I've heard uh, of anything. And I really appreciate that because that helps me trying to get to the new flow. Um, Chris and I get asked a lot of questions on Twitter or X or whatever. And I want to make sure that I'm being a good steward of the business for Niantic. And I was looking for a way to quickly reject it. But what you're saying is do your evaluation, like take your time, yep. slow down. Don't try to do 5,000 reviews a day. You've said this a couple of times, um, quality over quantity, like go through and go through each one of these. And it might not be a quick denial. It might be, we need to send this off to Niantic and it might be a generic bike rack, but it, but the, but the review flow, you have to go through and answer each of the questions. Don't look for the one star, blah, blah, blah. Like there used to be in move on, give the nominator the, your full attention of what they, of what they put in. Yeah. And, and I think you're saying slow down and right now it's a slow down, but I think once you retrain your brain to what those questions are, because honestly, I listed off most of those questions with this as a tiny screen, not even reading those mm -hmm. because I've done it enough now. Um, you'll get to where you, you feel comfortable with the thumb up, thumb down process of, yeah, dealing with the first four, dealing with the, the last three and, and knowing how to, how to react to those. I like Quickly. it. I like it. Oh, I sure. like it. I like one other thing I wanted to point out before we move on. I love these information bubbles. Like the information yep. that's in these is fantastic. Um, so like if anybody yep. has I, any I, questions on kind of what any of these mean, you just click the little eye in the circle and it'll tell you exactly what it is. Yep. I'm telling people to use those as much as they can. Like, and I'm trying in my reviews to say like, if I, if I have a question about something, I'm going to pop up and, and read that so that people can see. Even I have to pull it up and read it. Mm -hmm. What is Niantic saying about this question? How should I be evaluating this? But it's also not uh, a list that is comprehensive. Correct. Uh, because some people are thinking, oh, that's not on that list. That's That means something else. No, it's it, the list is just showing you some very good examples. Yep. That's yep. all it is. I, oh, think people sure. want, I think people want a black or white where they can just put something in a box. And I think when it comes to Niantic Wayfair, there's so many shades of gray, partly because what I said earlier, what's going to be something that's a slam dunk in Charlotte, North Carolina is going to be different than something in Scotland. And I think that's okay. Uh, so you can't have a boilerplate for every single nomination because it is a global game. So, yep. And Chris and I, like the one thing like he and I like really, really disagree on well, one of the things we really disagree on is kind of the whole like 
uh, PRP, the old school PRP, which is not PRP anymore. And I probably will always call it PRP. Like what is private residence and what is not? Uh, and partly that comes from uh, Sea Princess. You are you 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 you've been in the southeast for a while, and I'm in the southeast. Yeah. What we consider private property in the southeast is different than I think anywhere else, even in the United States, and it's definitely different than it is in Canada. So Chris and I will probably will always disagree on what's private property and what's not, especially when it comes to like little free libraries and what does the city own and what does a property owner own, and it's probably different in the in the in the UK for you, Ellie, as well. Very different. So that's the one area where I, I'm not, I'm not clinging to a lot of the old statements from Niantic. I'm trying to just review based on what I'm seeing here on this, but that is one of those where I'm clinging to their old, their old, and it, and I know it's based around not wanting to tick people off, right? You don't want to make homeowners mad, and is it going to make them mad if people are gathering in front of their house? Right. Um, so. Yeah. I think it's it's a good idea just to be more uh, cautious in those areas. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. 100%. Um, because like, it, even if that homeowner is like, hey, I want this here, they might sell that house and then the next homeowner might not. Correct. Want, right? so. Well, and they might have expected, like if for a little free library, they're probably at most expecting one person to come up and use it at a time. Mm. But if it if it gets turned into a gym they're not necessarily expecting seven cars to pull up and, and stand, sit in front of their house and do a, a you know, a gym. Now that's a very Pokemon perspective, but it's a reality. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Put a parking meter in front of it, make some money. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we want to bring Ingress into it, if someone is using that um, as one of their anchors and they're going to hack it repeatedly to get the keys to do a mission, then someone could theoretically be there as long or longer than being at a gym. So, yeah. All right, I think we've covered the review flow enough. I think over the next uh, maybe month or so, Jamal and I might think about doing some reviews during the show just to kind of help people get used to it. And we've talked about doing that for a while before, so I think we might mm -hmm. maybe get back into it right to help people out. Yeah, I don't know if it, if it's rude for me to plug my own like thing, but uh, my own YouTube channel. I just posted one today of. Um, well, I guess Friday, I posted one on Friday of um, how I've heard a lot of feedback in the community that they don't like how much you have to scroll. And I think you can avoid that if you just kind of reframe the way you evaluate um, a thing. So, you know, we, we were so tuned to looking at the title and then the photos. And so I have just reframed my thinking to look at the title description and then the map, mm -hmm. because that's what's presented to me at the top. And if I do it that way, I'm not, I'm not scrolling as much. And so again, it's just change and it's people getting used to it and live with it for a little while. And if you reframe that you're the way you work in the system, you're not You're not going to scroll as much. So I, I posted a, a YouTube, I mean, a video about that. Like he, here's how I do it. Oh no, we want you to plug away. We have a whole section yeah. later where we want you to like okay. give your YouTube yeah. channel and Chris okay. is going to put it on the screen and I'm going to put it in the notes. I, we, we look at it like this, a rising tide raises all ships and what's good for the community is good for all of us. So whether they're watching your channel or our channel, as long as they're getting the information, we don't really care. Obviously we love for them to go in and subscribe to the Waste Butters podcast and watch us every week, but 
you know, we we definitely we wouldn't bring you on here and not let you plug your stuff. So don't don't Absolutely. think that at all. <clears throat> all right, let's move on to topic number two. Topic number two. And we wanted to talk about um, a couple of things that you guys wanted to talk about. So let's go there. Um, my first question is, what, what are some of the things that you guys think that Niantic needs to focus that their, their efforts on education on? Like, do you guys have specific ideas? Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, I mean, I... I did come on here thinking engagement and education were like two of the things I really wanted to work on as a um, ambassador. Other priorities took precedent this year. Um, there were a lot of things um, that got worked on that were important that were not those things. And so I kind of uh, just stepped back and reframed it and said, well, if I'm not going to be able to have an impact on official education, then I need to at least step up and start doing my own personal contribution to, to that work. And so that's where I've been doing this YouTube channel and trying to, to go through primarily reviews, although I do do a little bit about submission. I haven't done really any field submitting, but I, I've done a little bit about like um, how to do uh, good information, like especially if I run across one in a, in a review where they've provided fantastic supplemental information, I'll try to point that out and be like, this is how you do this. Keep this in mind, people, when you're doing your submissions um, or even maybe some photo, how you can use photos to, to, to tell the story that you're trying to, to tell. See, Princess, are you doing this in conjunction? I remember a while back you were doing the Wayfair tip. You were sending those out on Twitter. Are you going to yeah. do that in conjunction or is this going to take the place of that? Um, so I stopped that for a little while. Partly I stopped that because Twitter became so toxic about anything that had to do with Wayfair. Yeah. So I didn't want to drum up more of that. Um, I'm trying to get back to it. Uh, it is hard to, to, when you have like two channels or two lines to, to do that. Um, I, so I started it back. I think I did it for two weeks and I haven't done it this week, but, um, yeah, it's my intent to go back to that. So that was my initial attempt to do some of that, but, you know, either either way that I'm doing it through my personal, um, tw you know, Twitter or channels, I have a limited scope of people that are going to see it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not, not that many people are going to see it. So I'm trying to get it out there um, so that people will see it. And I do appreciate that there are times when I post on Twitter where like the official channel will uh, re retweet it for me or like it or something. And so that gets it out to more people that, that helps. It also helps me know that then they approve of, of what I'm doing. <laughs> that I'm not, you yeah. know, just, you know, yeah. run off. We, doing my we felt the same way a couple of times. Chris has tweeted something and the officials retweeted like, oh, did you see that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Makes you feel good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I will make sure that we're going on and retweeting your stuff too, just to get it out there to, to more <laughs> people. Because you're doing, you're doing excellent work. It's very, it's fantastic stuff. Um, you. Do you guys think the engagement has gotten better or worse since the latter came out? I know that was kind of like a controversial topic that came out, and I think we covered it what, three weeks in a row. Yeah, we did. Um, it's I. So yeah, do you think the engagement has been gotten better or worse since that came out? What do, What do you mean by engagement? What you like? Have you seen well, more people on the forums since the latter came out, or or is it kind of well, the same? There's been there's been a specific group of people appearing on 
the forum who have been affected by the ladder. Um, and there has been a knock-on effect on the wider community, I think, as well, because people got scared, <laughs> I think, is, is, is that because they don't know exactly what's going to happen at the bottom end of the ladder, I think, is, is the critical point. And then there's the infamous non-education emails, as I call them, uh, <laughs> which confuse the system and don't educate anybody anything, um, but just make you feel nervous about everything. And I think that feeling of nervousness, uh, etc., did make people scared. And so there's, some, there's been some activity around that. And you've also got people who are intentionally, you know, yep. spreading fear in the community. And uh, that's... Uh, Fear-mongering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've talked about that. No, Elia, I think you're you're right about that. I don't know if you listened to the show last week, but I had a rant yeah. and I gave my advice to Niantic and you know, I'm about as pro Niantic as as you get in 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 the business. Uh well maybe not the most, but I, I really love Wayfair and I really wanted to succeed, but I wanted them to hear that like people are confused and scared. And people who follow it closely, like us, understand what's going on. But if I was like my brother-in-law who just started playing Pokemon uh, three, four months ago, and he's at level 37, and let's say he nominated something and got one of those emails, I'd be like, whoa, what the heck's going on? You know? So that was what we wanted to get through. So I think what you said rings true. And I think this question is is the best for you because you're, you're the forum expert, is kind of what's the temperature on the forum right now? Like... Aside from the people on Twitter who are like PvP people and who aren't even Wayfair and they're just like, don't do Wayfair, you're going to lose your account. And they're just spreading fear. Like the people who are who are into Wayfair, like what's the like, is the is it really bad? Is the temperature really bad or is it just people just don't understand? If I put aside the review flow, which has created its own <laughs> uh, mask of everything else i don't think the temperature of the regular people on the forum is much different from normal um and one of the things i picked up because i was at uh, london at the gold fest and spent ages uh, at the wayfair all day and at wayfair stand nobody brought up abuse you know <laughs> nobody was worried about that the thing that people were worried about and concerned about and wanted things done was about consistency you know consistency of what of reviews consistency of appeals can, you know that's the kind of thing that people were worried about then and that's pretty much what they're worried about now they want everything to come through as they expect it to come through and not to be thrown a curveball like why was this rejected you know right. that kind of thing and that, that's i think pretty much steady she goes on that one but what happens with the review flow on top of that is is separate i think nice yeah I've, I've, the, the forums are very mostly positive i think and it's very they do a very very good job of kind of moderating it and make sure that the and the ambassadors and, and you specifically does a very good job of kind of leading people in a more positive aspect to kind of lead the conversation in a in a way that you don't get on on Twitter, and you don't you really don't get on Reddit. Like if you you post stuff on Reddit, you're just gonna get yeah. screamed at, to, screamed at. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, I do want to point out, Chris, because you you mentioned they, and I do want to point out that a lot of that is Ellie. It's not oh, necessarily sure. Niantic. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's one of our frustrations. That's that's one of mine. I 
I would like them to do more and I would like them to, to understand moderation of a forum and leading a forum uh, a lot more. Uh, it annoys me when people glibly say, oh, the forum, oh, it's toxic uh, sort of thing. It, there are some parts of it that get toxic and that tends to be in the uh, removals and appeals little section where you tend to get people arguing over one yeah. <laughs> one particular uh, portal or Wayspot or uh, up gym. It's like, guys, just chill. You know, it's just, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah, but the rest of the forum, there's a lot of really, really supportive people on there helping out, uh, you know, in the nomination improvement. People go in there and, you know, if you're not willing to help, just don't go in there <laughs> and yeah. be, be, be helpful and supportive of the people there because they're saying, I don't know what the problem is and try to look for the good. And that's quite difficult sometimes to do, but try to look for the good things uh, that you can help them with on that side. And so that annoys me when people are sort of being painted with that brush of being toxic. It's mm. a toxic place. When it's not, you know, and I don't know anywhere else on the internet in terms of forums where there can be uh, hundreds of people joining. There are a very large number of people can be participants on that forum. And it has absolutely minimal moderation <laughs> going on. Yeah. So, you know, what do you expect? Yep. Yeah, I I personally don't think that that um, removal appeal section should be on the forum. No, it, I because I, I've put in a couple of things to Niantic and been like, this is the same bench in two places. And they're like, yeah, no, it's not. I'm like, it's literally the same picture. And I, I don't want to go to the forum and be like, hey, right. can you can you do this? Because like, I, I don't want to get flack from my local community and be like, why are you trying to remove stops? Right. Right. Leave, exactly. Leave. Yeah. brought that up multiple times yeah so. there's, there's privacy issues there yeah yep, for sure that. i get the i do understand that people feel that somebody might be putting something up there maliciously and that other people need to say niantic don't do this mm. you know this but on the other hand i very much go in the uh, with the side of people should entitled to the privacy and they shouldn't have to put sort of steal themselves up to to make a simple request. Right. So if someone is trying to remove something, they shouldn't have to dox themselves in right. order to get it removed to keep the game board clean. I, I, I completely get that. When I started doing Wayfair, I didn't understand that. And I think it was a conversation that Sea Princess and I had about that. And then I was like, oh, I never really thought of that. Like, I'm a guy. I'm like 6'1", 280. Like, I, I, I don't really, I haven't really put myself in the shoes of someone who's not me and who could potentially be, you know, picked on. Like if it was my wife, like I wouldn't want my wife doing this and having to say exactly where she was in order to get something removed. Like I get it now where I didn't get it before. So I think that's something where people might not want to put themselves out there for fear of their local community saying, Hey, why'd you take that away? We lost a gym. We lost a stop. And it's kind of like, it was never really there to begin with. And it didn't deserve to be there. I was just doing the right thing. We don't want, people to get punished for doing the right thing yeah yep. and like i i had me and jamal talked about this it's i've had i think seven or eight stops removed in my local town because they were all abuse and, and it's all the same person 
And like, I'm not going to go out there and be like, yeah, it was me. But I don't care if they know it's me, but I'm not going to tell right. them it was me. But like, I know yeah. people that wanted to report that and they're just like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. Because then if someone finds out, then I'll be ostracized. And, and I'm like, I get that. I totally get that. Yep. Hey, Chris, I think you just told him. Oh, I've mentioned it about <laughs> six times in the show. I know he doesn't. Yeah. Know show. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah I, I'm like 95% sure that given the conversation that I've had with this person that he knows it was me. So mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I brought it up on the show, but it does at times. <laughs> so we know that Ellie spends a lot of time on the forum. And Ellie, I'm going to make you a promise now. I'm going to spend more time on the forum reading and 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 commenting i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna do that i'm gonna make you that promise i i just get a little gun shy i get a little passionate and i don't want to like say something i shouldn't and sometimes i get kind of keyboard happy so i've been kind of very self-aware to just kind of pull back and not do that but i but i will i'm gonna be positive i'm gonna get on there so we know you spend a lot of time on there (laughs) yeah yeah but you say that almost every other week, so yeah. I'll call yeah, you. No, no, no. Hold, hold, hold me to it. Hold me to up, it. I'll tell you. Hold me to it. See, Princess, how much time do you spend on the on the forum? <clears throat> I mean, I'm on there every day, and I uh, I'm reading everything. I don't respond to everything because honestly, a lot of times Ellie or Jay have gotten to it before me, yeah. just because they're you know ahead of me, five or six hours ahead right. of me. Um, <laughs> but. Um, I, one of my, my favorite section, and I, I know y'all would enjoy this section as well, is the one where you're helping people um, figure out how to make a, improve their nominations, right? So I link that out to people all the time. In fact, I just tweeted it out to someone. Um, but I love going in there and like even doing the research for them, like, cause they're not, they're just like, Oh, isn't this cool architecture? And I go, well, hang on a second. I kind of have some experience with that. Let me go find it and let me find the words and, and help them figure that out. And, you know, it's not always successful, but I, I, I try to, I love helping them figure out the best that it, it can be. And maybe it, maybe it goes through. Cool. That's yeah. That's one of my favorite spots in the forums too and i think i'm in the same boat as you every time i get to something either jay or ellie has beaten me to it so and it's it like i look at the answer and i'm like i can't there's nothing i have nothing to add there's nothing i can do that to make this answer better so you know i like the post and move on speaking there are are other people on there that do a lot of that i'm not going to take all credit so there's a it's almost like a little team of people who are very (laughs) good in that nomination area and yeah we're they tend to be ahead of you. (laughs) Can we just take a second and say, Jay, who, who, who's been on the show, friend of the show, uh, recently joined the podcast host realm and he does a show on Ingress and we will link to his Ingress show in our show notes. Um, I just want to say welcome to being a podcast host. And I think it's great that uh, another ambassador is, even if he's not talking about Wayfair every week, that there's another voice out there in the space. I actually, I knew he was doing it. I um, I have not investigated it yet. Please tell me that the title of his podcast is two sentences long. It is not. That's the funny thing. I thought for sure it was going to take up like your whole screen in your car. Um, I, I, let me see. What, what's it called? I think it's called. Oh, wait. I don't want to say the wrong name. Hold on. The podcast where a guy named Jay decides to talk about things that might be that might be uh, uh, associated with Ingress. It's a game by Niantic who's out of San Francisco. That's got to be the title. Right? No, it's actually just called Ingress Insights. 
That's it. Two words. English I'm sorry. That's, yeah. that's just that's awesome. That is not, that is not Jay. <laughs> so we'll link to that. Uh, you know, we, I, I, I just recently recursed, so I'm back to, but I'm back up to level eight already again. So uh, for those of you listening who love uh, Ingress, check it out. He's put out two episodes so far. Uh, they were both about 10, 15 minutes long. Uh, give him a try. I love his accent. I love the accent of the UK, all of the countries of the UK. So not just one. I, specifically the Scottish accent. I love it. So uh, Jay's a good guy. Jay's been on the show before, but I wanted to mention that, that he's got an English show. So go check it out. And he knows a lot about Wayfarer also. Yeah. I need to check that out too. Cause I yeah. just got to level. I'm almost to level 11. Ooh, look at you. you you're, yeah. you're motoring through 10, sir. I am. I, like I just it. need a couple more badges and a little bit more AP and I'll be level 11. I want to get All to 12. Right. And then I'm, I think I, 12, you, I might just probably, yeah, that's where a lot of people yeah. kind of, kind of tap out so they're done yep um do you guys think and this is probably a question more for ellie uh do you guys think that niantic uses the forum to its fullest potential uh no (laughs) short answer no (laughs) no um i i don't i don't think they really understand it and what it can do is it forums can be really powerful peer support places but i think they see the word peer support and then think that's so we don't need to do anything right yeah <laughs> uh sort of thing um but it could be a great place to curate a lot of the stuff and a lot of the information it could be a much better place for them to actually talk to the community you know and things like that um which they don't do so so well so i think there's a lot of things they could do with the forum a lot better and make better use of it basically um a lot of people come to the forum every day there's probably about 100 new people at times joining sometimes it goes up to about 600 a day if you've got a challenge about to start and you need votes um but a lot of them don't stay very long. So I think we need to, to think about that. It's a bit like like this, like the last challenge, you know, a lot of people didn't, did a very little part. So there's a lot of people that aren't as engaged and that might be okay, but it might be something you want to work on to do better because that might be about driving up quality of what people are doing. And I think that's something they can do a lot better. I, I want to piggyback on that and say I do think Niantic could do better, obviously, but I also want to remind us that whether by choice or by necessity, Niantic is a lean company. And when I say lean, I don't mean lean and like uh, understanding good process improvement. <laughs> um, you're not you're, mean, you're not you're not talking Six Sigma, right? No, I'm not talking Six Sigma. Um, I mean they they have not a high number of employees and the employees that they do have have, wear a lot of hats. Yeah. So I, even though I would love to see more engagement from them, I don't know that they've been empowered to do that uh, or given the time and space to do that. So that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, when you said lean, uh, the first thing I thought was Sigma Six. Yeah. I was like, no, that's no. so I'm glad you could not, not even remotely Six Sigma. No, no, no. Yeah, that's one of the big frustrations is has been Niantic's communication from not only just a Wayfarer perspective from 
but from uh, everything that they do and all of their games, it's been it's been a struggle. Um, if so, you've mentioned new uh, you mentioned new people coming to the forums. If if you're a new user, where do you where would you suggest that people start? On the forum, you on mean, the forum, yeah. Or, yeah, I I tell people if they're coming in. Uh, and some people do just arrive and say, oh, what's this, uh, is go to the nominations uh, improvement area and have a f read through because then you'll see the kind of things where people are putting things up and people are saying, that's not really great, but just try this, etc. And you'll get lots of ideas of, of what to do and what works. Um, before You don't need to post. You can just start reading. Um, on there quite well and then have a very big browse through the general area don't go too far back there's no need but just have a browse through there to see <laughs> what things are cropping up there that you think are quite interesting and ignore the things you're not interested in um, and, and and work your way through that I think is, a, is the best way I, I would like to see something for um, those coming in that gave them that information <laughs> and and told them that's to do but that's another another story yeah i think what what you just said of like have a browse through is such basic guidance that i don't know i think that's lost in the internet in general right because i i've been a part of so many communities where people just they pop in they have a question they want their question answered they post it it doesn't matter that literally two questions up somebody posted the exact same thing and got answers they so i i don't know how you solve that overall like you know. I, I, you nailed it. Chris and I've talked about it. We haven't said the person's name, but there's a person who's not really affiliated with Wayfair. That's more of a PVP person that went on Twitter and just whipped up a firestorm and then left without really understanding what this person was talking about. And it really did a lot of damage and mm -hmm. made a lot of people scared. More than one. There were a couple. There's a couple. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. There, there's right. a couple. And I don't, I don't want to toot their horn yeah. because they weren't doing the right thing. But I think people need to take a little personal responsibility and kind of understand what's going on before you start like lighting pitchforks and like, you know, chasing people around. So that that is an Internet problem. That's not a forum problem or a Twitter problem. That's the entire Internet and maybe even society. But that just kind of grinds my gears when, you know, Chris and I and the ambassadors and Niantic are trying to tell people pragmatically what to do and someone's out there just like lighting a fire lighting everything on fire and pouring gasoline and completely having bad information mm -hmm. yeah and i don't know how to solve it because my per my thinking process is always to like go find an answer not right. ask a question but to go find the answer to my question well you're a problem and then if i solver. can't find it i guess yeah and if i can't find it then i'll ask a question somewhere but and i don't i can't put my mind in the mindset of somebody that that's not their their default is their default is just answer my my question i don't i don't know how to do that yep. yeah. and there's another group of people that arrived that have just had the email of the rejection of their their baby that you know that they've been trying to do their their way spot and it says something really stupid on the rejection <laughs> you know yeah why what has this got to do with this it's it's not a blurry photograph you know or whatever <laughs> um and they arrive angry and they've every right to arrive angry because they've had a bit of bad news uh, etc 
but the and the link is there you know it says go talk to the community um i would like to see them directed to a very specific part of it rather than the the general part and people just need to cut them a bit of slack when they arrive and understand where they're coming from a bit more um and and the person coming in needs to understand that as well so yeah absolutely um i noticed an uptick i don't know if you guys have seen it either um an uptick in the last week or so of rejections getting or nominations getting rejected for titles and descriptions but like every time i see someone post on social media the title and description looks fine so i don't know if it's something if the reviewers are just confused with the new ui or something like that but it, it just struck me as weird sorry are you saying that the re rejection reasons coming through or seem to be wrong i think the so new ui I think so. Yeah, we. I, I will say that is something we're looking into. Okay. We've gotten, we've seen reports of that, mm -hmm. and we've we've tagged the team on okay. looking into that. Right. Yeah, there seems to be just the two rejection pieces coming up. <laughs> yeah, like I see a couple people on Facebook. They're just like, I'm like that description and title is perfect. And your nomination's not necessarily perfect. I could see it getting right. rejected for something. Yeah, else, there's but... nothing wrong with the description. Yeah, there was one that I saw you commented on earlier <laughs> this week, and I looked at it and I was like. There's nothing wrong with that title. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. And that's probably one of the things I want to mention too, about whether we didn't cover earlier on the new, we, because we're always on the forum and we're in other places and I mean, there are ambassadors that are in so many different communities. It's unbelievable. Um, we're witnessing all of this and collecting all of this feedback and we are getting it to Niantic. Um, they, you know, we're not, we don't have answers for you yet, but please know that anything that you have observed, either we've observed it first and we're taking it to them, or we are are noticing whatever you have, have put out and we've taken that in as one of our bullet points of something that needs to be, you know, investigated and looked at. Um, you know, it, it takes them a little bit to, to answer because they want to be right when they give you an answer. Uh, rather than just say something and it turns out that that's wrong. So give them a little bit of space mm -hmm. for, for those answers to come out, but hopefully we'll have, uh, hopefully we'll have some way to address all of those things. That's fair. I will, I will say this. Um, the ambassador team is as a whole, you guys are all fantastic. Um, <clears throat> and I, I think having you guys lens kind of gives Niantic a little bit of space to, not be as invested as I think they probably should be, but you guys are kind of like the first line of defense. So you are pushing that stuff up to them. Whereas like, I don't think the Pokemon Go team we... really has that. You right. guys are doing the Lord's work. Doing, I yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? You're so, tearing have, a heavy load. Do we have the bruises for that first line of defense? Yeah, you guys. I bet. Are, you, I, bet. I mean, if you just look at, if you just look at Andis, Andis is out there taking oh, on, yeah. he's mm -hmm. like the, the guy from the 300. He's taking on the entire internet. And I'm like, Andis, man, you need a back rub or something. Like you were just <laughs> going after him. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because sometimes I'll, I'll DM Andis or, or test owner, one of the other masters. I'm like, Hey, did you They're like, yeah, we know. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that you guys know, but. I think I just, one of these days, I'll notice something that kind of maybe slips through the tracks and I just want to make sure, right? But it's, yeah, every it's single fine. time no, it's keep, like, no, we know. Like, yeah, keep that because there there might be something and, and so we still want to know about that. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, you guys are doing the Lord's work. 
Yeah, I mean, if, if we look at that last challenge, I wasn't reviewing. I was spending a lot of time in and out of the challenge area on the, on the forum, able to say, right, we got that, right, I'm passing that on and, and things like that. And I think that makes a big difference to people saying, oh, yeah, somebody's noticed, right? <laughs> because the actual Niantic staff don't have time to do that. Yeah. And it might be a completely different time of the global um time frame for them not True. to notice yep. it anyway so we we can pick those things up and, and pull them forward but that takes time to do yeah oh absolutely so yeah um you got any more questions jamal uh one of the things i just have one i know we're we're we're, we're running long here we want to get on to cold the weekend this things. was going to be a three-hour <laughs> episode wasn't it so Here's one thing that I want to say to you two that Sea Princess, I've said to you before, and Ellie, I'm saying to you now. The community in certain parts of the world are very concerned about review times. I'll speak specifically for my area, Charlotte, North Carolina. Nothing goes through without an upgrade in months. And there's areas of the country like Oshawa, Canada, Ontario, where Chris is, where things will go through in two or three weeks. I would love to see that balanced out. Now, I know it's a global game, and there's lots of reasons that I have no clue. Engineering, other things. But I would love to see some type of consistent review time across the globe, if that's possible. That's my that's my wish. I don't know what it would take for that to happen if you opened up that review to more people. Or you know, I, I don't know what it would be, but I don't see a reason why... Chris would nominate something on the first of the month, and by the 15th, it's gone through. I nominated on the first of the month, and four months later, it still hasn't gone through. So that's one thing that I'm personally concerned about, and I know my whole city is concerned about, and they ask me like I have the answer. I'm like, just a podcast guy. I don't have the answer. But and I know other people, especially in the southeastern part of the United States, except for Florida, has those concerns also. So that's that's the last thing. And I don't want you to answer right now because I don't want you to say something that you shouldn't. I don't want to put you in that position. But take that back to Niantic. That's some concerns. Oh, they've do you think, a lot. I was say, Jamal, do you think we haven't taken that back? <laughs> Rolly's in LA. I'm in the Atlanta area. Ellie used to be affected by London before they got like so. The challenge. Yeah. It's. They're hearing it. So. Yeah. So that's it. Chris, you can take it away from here. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything you want to add before we move on? Take a break. We good? Perfect. No, I think that's it. I. Uh, I'm going to take a break. Before we take a break, I want to thank both of you for coming on. Um, this has been a fantastic conversation. It's been an hour and a half, which is long for us. So, But I think it needed to be. And we really, really appreciate you guys coming on. So we are going to take a five-minute break, play some dad jokes, and we will be back on the other side with uh, Waste Spot of the Week and a couple of Coals of the Week. So we'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome to the Wayspotters podcast. I'm JT Val. Oh no, wait, I screwed that up. Clip that one. That's a good one. <laughs> this is Wood Woes, self scientist. You're listening to the Wayspotters podcast. This is Genji, and we are listening to the Wayspotters podcast show. Ugh, get some better jokes already. It's season two. How do you make an egg roll? Push it. What do you call a pig who knows how to use a knife? 
a pork chop. Did you hear about the guy who drank a whole lot of invisible ink? Yep, he's at the hospital waiting to be seen. How do mice floss their teeth? Oh, with string cheese. What did the earthquake say once it was done shaking? Sorry, my fault. Did you hear about the broken guitar for sale? Yep, it comes with no strings attached. What do you call a man wearing a rug on his head? Bat. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hope you like the dad jokes this week. Next week, I'm going to record my own dad jokes, so I got a list. Thank God, I'm gonna... please. Ooh. They got to be better than what this was. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, so let's jump into Waste Spot of the Week. Let's take a look at a beautiful example of what the Waste Spotters podcast thinks you should be nominating. We proudly present the Waste Spot of the Week. This one comes to us from, and I'm going to take this one. This one comes to us from friend of the show, Pokemon Trainer Jay. He posted this in the Glimmers of Hope channel in the Pokemon Professor Network Discord. And he said, you can get God to read three red languages next time. So ask and ye shall receive. <laughs> this is, it looks like a map. It's like a map on a wooden frame. Uh, in the background, you can see some palm trees. Those are thick palm trees. Um, mm -hmm. It looks like a cabana in the background. Um, it's framed really nicely. Uh, it's It looks like a map of the, the beach area. And the title is Red de Pesos de Costa Teguis and Promenades in Costa Teguis and Spazierwege in Costa Tigris. Probably butchered that. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even... I think that's what Spanish, Portuguese, and maybe German? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the description is map in various languages showing the promenades trails that can be taken around Costa Tigris. Light green is a short promenade. The light blue is a mid-distance promenade. And finally, the fuchsia color is the longest at 10 kilometers. So that's... Mm -hmm. That map is really cool. That's that cool, man. Definitely, yeah. uh, I thought that this was interesting. And uh, anytime I can read foreign languages on the show, then we're going to take advantage of that. Don't worry. We've got a lot of German ones in the backlog. So just, oh, you I just wait. You I just bet. wait, sir. I've, I've <laughs> been dreading that because I know it's coming. I, I know you're, Kroger, you're waiting until I'm, I forget about it. Kroner and I, anyways, we'll just leave that to another day. We, we've got a plan for you, sir. We've got a plan. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Cole of the Week. You want to play the jingle? Yes, let's play the jingle. I've been working on the way there all the live long day. I've been working on the way there just to pass the... Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hey, Jamal, I found some coal. All right, why don't you take this one, Jamal? All right, so this is one that you found... Uh, coal of the week and this one here is what it looks to be is um what do they call those electricity box yeah 
and it's titled uh, Metamorphosis. You can't learn to fly without crawling first. And this one is from Ontario. And if I'm looking at this correctly, so uh, the supporting information is beautiful, new electrical art to beautify the city, safe area to play at the end of a cul-de-sac. I had to mute myself because I'm laughing so hard at this. <laughs> All right. Why are you laughing? Tell us. That Tell is us. so fake. Yeah. That is so 100% fake. It's, I'm looking at this and I'm like, that's not really there. No. Like, that is, it's not only a fake, it is a terrible, terrible fake. fake. Like, my freshman high school daughter could probably Photoshop something better than that. <laughs> like, that is just awful. Yep. But that is not a challenge to do better fakes. Like, no, please no. continue doing bad fakes like this so that we can spot them. Yeah. And it's like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, that, that's why I pause. I had to make that bigger. Like, anybody can look at that and go, like, this is the type of thing where we should be able to report this as abuse and someone's account should be suspended for 30 days. Like, come on, dude. This is not good. Like, you can't report things I, while you're reviewing. I did. No, no. I, yeah it should okay. be it should be this is like so clearly bad like if if you're not paying attention right so if you are someone who's going through it a million miles an hour you might miss this right because you look at it and it jumps out like there's just the context is wrong like it doesn't fit but if you're going really fast you might look at it and go oh okay it's yeah it's it's in a cul-de-sac it might not have pedestrian access but then you look at it you're like wait a minute that's fake yeah. Here's a tip. No one puts those things on grass. They always go on pavement. I mean, right. Yeah. Well, they do go on grass, but they go so, near pavement. They go, they're utility boxes. They're, they go the thing. They're, they're, they're sitting on a cement pad. They're not sitting yeah. on grass. Yeah. There is an electrical box there. So you can see it. There, there is one right there. It's, it's about like a quarter of that size. And it's sitting on like a little concrete pad in the middle of that cul-de-sac. It's there on street view. So they've oh. just placed this Photoshop and the supporting the they photoshopped it into like a further away picture for this the supporting mm -hmm. photo. It's at a completely different angle. It's yeah, even it does. Angle. Did they Photoshop the pole too? Because I don't think the pole is really there, is it? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I think, I think that, that I, pole it's is hard to tell. From, it's hard to tell from that angle. Wow. But if you look at the tree, it's at a completely different angle on the tree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I did report this, and I think I got an email back the next day. They were like, "Yeah, we've taken care of this. Don't worry." Okay. Cool. Thank you. Come on. <laughs> All right. You want to go to call number two? Call number two. This, this one is, is from uh, our Discord, and this one is from Malcolm, friend of the show. And this is another good one. It's uh, the title is Rockhampton. The description is cool. <laughs> and it's just a screen grab of a ghastly encounter as the main photo. And the supporting photo is a screen grab of a sun current encounter. <laughs> you know, when I see these, I always assume it's a kid. Yeah, I, it's got to be a kid. Yeah. It's got to be a kid. Yeah, 100%. <sighs> because, because it's just so bad. It's just so bad. Like, we've had these before. I think... I don't remember what the last wasn't the last one a Pidgey and someone like put it in their neighbor. I don't know. These, I think these it are, was a Pidgey. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good and bad in the same way, but it's definitely coal of the week. Yeah. 
yeah, these ones I just kind of I, I vote to reject and move on. Because mm-hmm. you're right, there's probably a kid somewhere. All right, uh, that is a show. Um, I know, Sea Princess, you've got some socials. You want to plug your YouTube? Yeah, so um, we'll put the link right, and it's yep. just um, and I comment a lot on y'all's uh, episodes, so then you could find me that way on YouTube. But it's Sea uh, Princess H and B. I'm pretty sure. Let me actually, I should have known this. Right? Yeah, while you do that, Sea Princess, I wanted to live re- live message you on the message you put last week. You said because on on the Jamal shows we do the. Um, we do the movie quotes and you said, oh, yeah. you said we were heavily male centric. I don't know that I could legitimately do a female quote without sounding like I was mocking someone. And I, I don't would, even mean, and I, I would even never mean, want to come across like that. I don't even mean like a woman character. I just mean, those are movies that women don't watch. Okay. The, that's the fair. Movies that you pick, and that's fine. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not saying you have to change that. That's just my perspective. Cause you're like, I don't know if anybody knows what these are. And I'm like, well, I sure don't because you only pick me movies that dudes watch well you know what i almost picked crossroads last week for britney spears that was the quote i was going to use but i couldn't find the specific quote that i wanted i mean i've seen that but not enough times to know any quotes from it (laughs) like i think i saw it once and then that was enough it was filmed in georgia you know that right what's not filmed in georgia anymore (laughs) (laughs) that's fair yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right i'm sorry i cut you off i was buying time for you to get your link oh yeah well that didn't help okay Uh, hang on hang on no no no. i've got it i have it open uh yeah it's just so it's just my handle c princess h and b all one word um that should get you there um i'll comment definitely on here and so you could follow me that way but i've got um 50 videos up now on that. Then there, I uh, try to, so I, just a little screen recorder I use cuts me off at like five minutes and three seconds. So I try to keep my videos under that. I can like paste them together if they go longer than that, which when I did the introductory of like, here's what is behind all these little information bubbles, they ended up being like an eight minute video. Um, so I, I do go longer than that, but I try, most of them are about three minutes long. Okay. So people can just get in and see how I review and, um, and then Twitter, it's same thing, C Princess H and B. So I, I try to use this name um, everywhere. And we will have your links in the video show notes and also on the audio show notes. So people can yeah. one click to get there to make sure they can check out what you have going on. I, I will say on Twitter, I don't think my I don't think my DMs are open right because I think that's like Twitter has made it harder to do that now. If if you're not gonna pay for it and I ain't gonna give Elon Musk money. So uh Fair. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole that's nother a whole show. Other show yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh Ellie, you got anything you wanna plug? Uh no, I'm not on any of the social spaces really, so I've got nothing else to plug except I expect to see something on the forum. You can, yes. you, can put, you can create a post about the show on the forum yes i will do that yeah you're probably the smartest one of all of us not having the socials you probably are the <laughs> smartest one so i i appreciate that yeah for sure <laughs> for sure all right i'll go ahead and sign us off uh thank you for joining us joining us on this episode of waste spotters we really appreciate it a big thank you goes out to kate the cons our executive producer and to all of our patrons we couldn't do this without you thank you so much if you enjoyed this episode of Waste Spotters, there are a few ways you can show us. Follow us on all of our socials. We're on Twitter at Waste Spotters. 
We are also on Instagram at Wastebotters Podcast and on TikTok at I Make Wastebots. We are incredibly responsive and love interacting with our followers. I'm a little behind on replying to comments, um, but I will catch up very soon. You can also visit our website, www.wastebotters.com. From there, you can get the links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website. You can email us, wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, click the bell to be notified whenever we post a new video. For those of you who are, who are not watching this on YouTube, be sure to check us out. We are at youtube.com slash at, uh, sorry, at Wastebotters Podcast. We post shorts for dad jokes, Wastebotter of the Week, Cold Week, and more. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704-426-3710. Tweet us a voice message. You never know, your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode of the show. Finally, if you're not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as little as $1 US a month. That is 137 Canadian, 782 in Hong Kong, $1.56 in Australia, 82 pence in the UK, 1756 Mexican pesos, and 11 Kron 15 or in Norway. And with that, all you need to do is go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Professor. You'll have access to all the Discord. The Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Wastewaters, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcast, and Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. Jamal and I are active in that Discord a lot. We are in there every single day, so come and hang out. With that, we look forward to you joining us again next week here on Wastewaters. We appreciate all of your support every single week. We could not do this with all without all of you. Remember... It's not that far. Get out of your car.